What it do? What it? What it do? What it do? <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> oh shit! I am lost. <laughs> I am lost. Ah <laughs> oh, man, if you listen to this on on audio, I, my headphones died, so I gotta record it off of the laptop speaker. So uh, let's see how this goes. <laughs> Unfortunately, but uh, yeah, let me try to go crazy with that. But now, like, recovering health, mental health, health, spiritual health, you know, everything universal health, you know, all the healths, health, the health and family got lent, all the topics, the infinity stones, (laughs) all of the stones. I need all of the motherfuckers, like. Nah, bro, because health is such an important topic in today's, like, culture. So I really want to get into that shit today with y'all. And I remember we talk about it a lot, I feel like, in private, but just for the people, I feel like it's important for us to talk about it because it's a very important part of life at this point. It is. That the human beings have realized, like, we need to be healthy for us to be better. Like, So, like, what is y'all's opinion on, like, the health culture of like today's media and like trendy shit about like health like what are y'all thoughts about all that Jeez, you go first okay, for me okay it's your topic. It's you. um so for me i think it's both good and bad because of like it's good that more resources are out there and you can access mental health help way better now than you could back in the day and the stigma is going away from mental health, like it's okay to be, you know, going through something without being labeled as crazy or anything. But then the bad side to it, in my opinion, is that we're doing a lot of self-diagnosing because a lot of people can post whatever without being a psychiatrist, a psychologist, therapist, counselor, whatever. It's just people that, you know, think they have some knowledge on mental health, but they post whatever. And then we just take bits and pieces of each mental health disorder and then we just say oh yeah I struggle with this or I think I'm this because this is me and it's like no every day we go through different emotions so it might apply to today but that does not mean that you are bipolar that does not mean that you are clinical like you're clinically depressed it doesn't mean anything like it's just I feel like people need to stop believing everything they see when it comes to mental health because actually in my psychology class I just learned this last week that all of those like self-help books and podcasts and all that that don't have any like validity behind it it's all considered psychobabble like it sounds good and that's actually an actual term and it just means it sounds good but it really means nothing so like it sounds great and people like i can relate to that but in the real world of psychology and and like medicine and all that it means absolutely nothing and people just keep falling for this like trend of like yeah i'm depressed i'm this i'm that but it's like you never actually went out and like told a professional hey this is what i'm going through and you've never been actually diagnosed for the most part i'm not saying everyone's like that the majority, we're just doing a lot of self-diagnosing. It's just really bad because I feel like then we're speaking it into existence. You might not be depressed, but if you're constantly seeing things that you're like, okay, yeah, that's me, that's me. Now you're kind of telling yourself, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. But it's like, are you really actually depressed? Because people who struggle with mental health disorders, you actually cannot like function normal like an everyday thing. Like you're down all the time with this disorder and you need medication you need actual help but it's like none of us are going out there and seeing if we suffer from this we're just like hey i got it so there's both good and bad to it you know both sides you know that's crazy but but then i now now you said that like i'm thinking 
about it for real. And it's like, <laughs> I I see the concern from psychologists, like the actual medical psychologists, about people just talking about it and spreading misinformation. Like I I, I definitely get it, but at the same time, I I definitely like that it is now so normal and it's okay to just be open about that shit because before it used to be very, very, very shunned upon because that thing didn't exist in any culture. Like it wasn't just like African-American culture or Asian culture. It was like in any culture, if you show any sign of weakness mental wise, like people are taking advantage of you. Yeah. So that was people's fears. And I totally understand that shit. And I still kind of have that, I feel like old mentality in me sometimes when it comes to that. But I also appreciate now that when I am struggling, like that not everybody needs to know, obviously. It's not like a thing that you can be like, oh yeah, I'm da da da. Which some people do, and I still don't understand that. That's beyond me. <laughs> but but like when somebody says something that they trust that they can confide in you about some shit that you actually don't it's already kind of in us to not be like, oh, that's weird. Now you're like, oh, okay. So how do we adjust and uh, adjust to that and really approach that in a way that can benefit this person? You know what I mean? Like, I, I appreciate that so much now. Sure. I like the new level of basically transparency that comes with, like, life right now, especially, like, the social media area. Because there's so many people, like you said earlier, even if some of it is psychobabble, just that, like, in the comments, like, seeing other people and, like, seeing their experiences as well, it just gives an understanding if, even if it's not necessarily medically applicable and actually progressive, even seeing other people experiencing or, like, having a sense of relatability to what you're feeling in that moment that they talked about, that sense of community, like, I, yeah, I say it's community, that sense of community creates this feeling inside of you of, Basically, that you're not alone in like the thoughts you have. It's not. It removes for isolation, even if it's not in like the physical like realm, even if it's just digital. So I definitely appreciate that, especially and talking about stuff even in like um, I know you said it's not culture based, but especially that I've noticed, especially growing up, you know, being like a black male, mental health is one of those things where it's like not talked about like. For I well, I'm gonna generalize, but for majority of people who I've interacted with, including my own experiences, it's just not talked about. And if it is talked about, it's more of a it's more of a like like a like a spark note type of thing. You know what I mean? It's like it's important, but it's like, eh, whatever, he's special. Or you know it's like that. No, I guess the 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 one thing that we as African Americans I know for a fact are very very good at is masking real life like trauma and pain <laughs> underneath jokes yeah. and and like messing oh, yeah. around and like we have mastered that and it's it has been one of the most impactful things I feel like in our community was like we're allowed to experience these things as a people which we like sometimes we shouldn't even have to experience but we do anyways but then we have found this beautiful harmony with those traumas to bend them into poems and music 
and joke and laughter and pop culture now like so many of our traumas and past things that affected our whole community and it's in our genetics now even like that shit is become such a pop culture trendy thing for people to take bits and bits and pieces of our trauma and make it into a movie or take it and make it into like something that they have to experience but they can make a, a song about or a story about and then publish it and money off of it. Like it's such a, it's such a monetary thing now. And it always has been because we've always been, unfortunately, like the, the non-benefactors of our trauma. It's always been somebody else benefiting off of our shit, unless you go really far back and it's just Africans on Africans. But like the, the mental health aspect of this shit is really important, I feel like, to address now because of the fact that we're allowed to now as a, as a culture. Like, it's so, it's, it's been so beneficial recently. It really has been. It is sad though that nowadays mental health looks fun. Like, um, like I know back in the day, mental health looked like, oh, I'm in the psych ward, I'm getting, you know, electrical therapy. I'm, like, it looked real serious. And it's like, oh my gosh, you could clearly tell who's going through something who's not based on what the media portrayed back then. Now it's like social media has it like, mental health looks fun. Like, I'm drinking every day, I'm going out all the time, I'm partying, I'm doing drugs. Like, it's so fun. And everybody's like, oh, you're lit, you're lit. Having so much fun, but little do you know, when that's all done, I'm on my couch crying and low key want to die. Like, but nobody sees that part. They just see you drinking bottles and bottles and we having fun. But it's like, nah, deep down, I'm trying to cover up that pain. I'm trying to numb that pain so that I don't feel my sadness, anger, whatever feeling you're trying to cope with. But like, it's not, it's just, you, you can't really tell who's going through that's a base of action because it looks fun. Like, oh yeah, I want to turn up with you, you feel? But it's like, I'm suicidal and I'm going through this. Like, but you can't tell. It looks real fun. That's why it's so hard to catch, like, suicide because one minute they'll be fine. They'll be fine because they don't tell you everything that's going on in their head, but they'll be fine for, for three weeks. And then that fourth week, that's it. That was, like, their breaking point. No one knows because it looks great and now they're gone. So it's like, mental health is so hard to catch, but it is so important. Like, it can change your life like end your life like it's really important to deal with it yeah not for real, i was i was watching this podcast uh the uh i don't know if it's if this is when rory and all so i i watched the new rory and podcast they're from the joe budden podcast i don't know if this is when they were on that podcast on joe budden podcast or they were on their new podcast the new the new rory and all podcast but i remember uh the the white dude on the podcast, uh, Rory, he said, because he, he does, like, he, he's a real big mental health advocate, I feel like, um, for that side of, like, the pop culture world, but he was saying that the club is, like, where, the where like, the sickest people are, and he was saying that, it's, like, joking, but he was saying, like, these people, like, majority of people who are in the club are struggling with so much, like, economic, mental, like, physical stresses that they just come to the club, they turn up to forget about all that shit. Like, that's where the sickest people are on, I feel like, the earth at any given moment. Like, if you go to any club, you can find 15 people who are struggling, like, dramatically struggling with mental health, like, or physical health, or economic issues, or fucking family shit. Like, it's not, like, somebody in there is struggling with something. Like, that's the crazy, like, and when he said that shit, I didn't, it, it, at first it didn't make sense, but then I really started thinking about it. 
and like people who love to go out and love to drink and love to do this shit. I'm like, I never really understood it. But growing up and like learning from life experiences, I get it now. It's where it's like, oh, y'all really just want to forget about this shitty ass day you just had. Like you can have the worst day ever, but if I go to the club and I got money, I'm about to have a great night. Like I'm about to have a great night. It doesn't matter. I'm in my day. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I really, I really like that he said that because it really puts into perspective, like these things that we strive for, like you were saying, like it looks fantastic. It looks lit. It looks like it's fun. Like the grind culture that we have produced as, as people, the club culture, like a lot of this, like a lot of IG model shit is very, uh, uh, not beneficial to females. Like there's so many things that we've created and monetarily gained off of as human beings, of other people's pain over centuries. It's not even like, it's not even a thing of like, it's recent. It's been centuries of people literally monitoring their lifestyles off of people's pain. Like that shit is so crazy. Like, it's so crazy. And it's so popular now. Like it's such a popular thing. And it's sad, really. I talked really? earlier. Oh, but, but I, think, I was gonna say I talked oh, earlier about the transparency. But like you said, we've created. I want to say, want to mm-hmm. say, we. I mean, as a whole, like society, we've created this idea that everything has to be. How do I put this? That everything has to be linear and on an upper scale, like at all times. Like we're always going up. We're always. We're always showing the best fronts, especially like the social media area. And some people, they don't. And I respect that a lot. But I feel like as a mass, it's created this like toxic idea about how life is. Because it's never, it's never just a linear line up. Technically, yeah, it is, you know, age. But it's these periods of like, just like waning up and down. <laughs> and I listened to, I forgot what it was who I listened to. I think I was listening to Saisun, and she was saying, like, she sees life as, like, these rising and falling plateaus, but not falling in the sense of, like, you know, like, sadness and stuff like that. She means falling in the sense of, I'm about to rise again. So when she's up, she sees it as, like, oh, okay, um, this is dope. I'm enjoying the moment, and I appreciate it a lot. But it, as it starts to fall, because she knows she anticipates it coming. She knows that not everything can be sweet at like at all times. And it's that realization that makes it to where it's like, oh, this is chill. But she also talks about it too. That's the key difference is that she lets people know. And then it goes up and then down and then up and then down and then up and then down. But at all points it's celebrated because that's what life is. How would you know how good something is if you've never seen how bad something is? Like, I think that's it's, a good point. It is a good point. Okay, I think that when, when you say that about the rising and falling, I think, and I, I, I might sound old as fuck right now, but I think that really is a new thing because you didn't before social media or internet or any of that shit, you didn't see anybody's rise or fall. If you saw their rise, it was because. Yeah. That's what they put on TV, on the radio, on a magazine cover. Like you saw that only in those 
instances and you lived your life regular. Like there was no aspirations to be anything crazy. Just like a double-edged sword because the people who were in charge of those things had a much tighter grip on what you could see, which was, I don't know if that was better or worse. I really do not know right now. Like, I don't know. But then you have now where you can see everything, no matter if it's somebody getting shot, no matter if it's like somebody gaining a bunch of money, no matter if it's like a, a, a photo shoot behind the scenes, like it, it's, there's, you can see anything at any moment. But when you really get into meat potatoes of the shit, it's like when you saw the ebbs and flows, like, the natural, I feel like, flow of life is that. Like you, you go through great shit, you go through shitty shit. That's just how this goes. Unfortunately, you may have the unfortunate circumstance of there being a chemical imbalance in your being, like in yourself. And that's, that's really unfortunate. And it's nothing really that you can do but try to find medicine and stuff to help that, which is also another thing about the technology that I love now. But you have to realize that life is going to be shitty and life is going to be great. The shitty parts might feel crazier because they're shitty. You don't want them to be. But when they become great, you have to recognize when they was shitty and be grateful for that greatness at that moment in time. I really feel like right now when I'm out here in this environment, like, because before I left, I was, I feel like on a fucking, I was on a high. I was doing so much shit and everything and every single pot. Went to a bunch of parties, just a bunch of talking to different people, like, and then all that just stopped. I was up here, and then I started to go down, down, down. The more I started to realize I was to leave, and then I left, and it just went. But I think right now, as I am living in this, I think I'm on the incline because I recognize that. Okay, you gotta, you gotta sit down. That's unfortunate. It happens. That's a part of the thing that you subscribe to for your life as of recent. You, you this, this is your choice. You did this. So it's like you have to now deal with that choice. Can't run from it. You still got to do what you got to do. You got to get to what you got to get to. Yeah. It's just, it looked different now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. That ebb and flow is so, like, I'd never even thought of it like that, really, because that's crazy as fuck. But, like, you feel that. I feel like you feel that in your being, too. Like, you feel when something's like, okay, this is great. Yeah. But then you feel it like, okay, something is, like, it's coming. That's when your body has to, like, adjust accordingly, chemically, mentally, physically. Like, it adjusts, I feel like. And then you do it. You go through the shitty shit. And then you you do what you got to do to get back out of the shitty shit. I think that's the problem is like how people get out of the bad times because if you don't have those great coping mechanisms like life is always going to happen to you but it's what you do when it's not happening in your favor that's going to make a difference with your mental health like it's like some people take like bad situations it's like 
instead of thinking about you had a bad day, you automatically say, I have a bad life. Like my whole life we messed up, this and that. But it's like, no, you just had one bad day. You might have failed a test, got hit by a car, whatever the case is. That's just one bad day, one bad moment. And we need to stop taking that and like applying it to everything in life. Like, oh yeah, I got hit by a car. And that's why this happened last week. This is like, it's just all, we just start taking all the bad and then we forget about all the good because the high is only so high. Like for the high, the good times are usually short and outlived. This one, the bad times where it's like, you're going to be in this for weeks and months because if you do get hit by a car, now you got to deal with money, medical, things like that. Like the bad is always going to be bad and the last one is the good, but it's like taking all the good when the bad happens. So you can really just see the bad for what it is. Like it's, it's, it's temporary, but most people can't see like it's temporary. Like we get in that mindset and it's like, oh, this is going to be so bad for so long. Like, how am I going to get out of it? But it's like, you just have coping mechanisms and, um, have a good support system to get out of the bad yeah. quicker so you can get back to, sure. the, to the up of the roller coaster. <laughs> but sure. yeah, that's the tough part. <laughs> I think I definitely have to. I feel like I'll go. No, you got it. <laughs> no, finish your thought. Oh, I was going to say that um, I think that <laughs> self awareness has such a, a big impact on that as well because. Because when you are high, it's it's very easy to like have this, or I'm looking for it, have like this arrogant kind of mentality towards things, you know. Because when you're high, like you, it's like ah, like I'm the goat, or it's like this is I'm the best, like all this stuff, and you have to realize that like this is just your moment right now, and because you know, because you have to realize it is going to go down. Not necessarily like it's going to be like oh, like not saying bad things will happen. I'm just saying that it's not going to be as high as you may be at the moment. And so it takes a level of like, okay, I'm enjoying this and what got me here and have an appreciation for that. Cause when the, that low does come, that's going to be the thing that gets you back to that high again. Oh, it just, it just takes a lot. And then when you are low, like you said earlier, realizing that this is a temporary thing. Like I don't like to think of things as, like, when something bad happens, something crazy happens, I'm like, damn, like, that really just happened. And then I experience that emotion, and I let it happen, like, rather, like, whatever it is, I, like, go through it. Sometimes it takes longer than others, but I let myself go through it, like, feel it, whatever it may be. And after that, I'm normally good. Mm-hmm. It just, it's when you harbor it, and then it comes out in abstract ways. That's when shit starts fucking up. Yeah, I think I think the most important note about everything we talk about right now, especially with like what she said and what she said, like those 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 moments of of like self doubt and and just like the like that you you feel like you're in a rut or you feel like you're in a bad place in life, like that's when you learn the most about yourself like that's when you really make your money like what the fuck are you about to do to not feel like this and if it's bad shit address that adjust and if it's good shit go hard as fuck with that shit like you gotta go as 115 percent and get up out that motherfucker healthy like healthy don't go too don't exhaust shit do it to a point where you really are seeing like, okay, now I really can take this shit that was shitty 
adjust or do something crazy out of it and and now elevate my life and my lifestyle and my people and like how I do shit from that to do shit. Like that's I feel like that's so important to recognize those moments. Like you know what I mean? So like Yeah. But I feel like we we talk a lot about mental health, but what is what physical health things though? Because mental health is obviously very important. That's a very important thing. Physical health yeah, is also wait, very. Wait, wait. <laughs> you said what? That's the mental health is the gateway. It is. It is the gateway. Yeah, you, you gotta start. Like everything's not here. Yeah. Yeah, if your mental health is bad, like how likely are you going to be to go to the gym? If I'm sad or I'm mad right now, I'm not gonna be like, oh, let me go to the gym. Let me go eat healthy. You're gonna want. You're gonna want quick instant gratification. You're gonna want like you, you know, you're gonna turn into I'm gonna get a fast food instead of cook a meal because I'm sad. I'm mad. I don't have the energy to 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 cook right now. Or I'm too I'm too in my head. I'm not gonna leave my house to go to the gym. Like that's not. Mm-mm. I'm not gonna drink my water. I want a soda. I'm not gonna like when your mental health is bad. You're not gonna care about your physical health because you're like, well, everything else is bad. So why should I care about the rest? Like it's like it's such a gateway. So if you have good mental health for the most part, then you're gonna be like, oh, let me go to the gym. Let me take my water. Let me take my vitamins. Let me do what I gotta do. But I agree with that to an extent. If that's bad, then everything else I is think- gonna go bad. I think yeah. everything is so correlated to the point where it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to distinguish between the two. Because you said earlier, like, the club is one of the saddest places or, like, one of the most close places. The gym is also the same instance as that. Because there's very few, like, I don't really see people in the gym like that going there for, like... It is. When you go there for I fun, it's because you started at a point. There's something that made you initially go. And no matter what it is, it's up to you to... Everybody has their own different circumstances, but mm-hmm. the physical aspect of it, that sense of improve, this is all like my personal opinion as well, but like that sense of like improvement, the and actual endorphins that are released mentally, that if, well, physically that affects your mental as well, it, the care you put into eating your food now, because you know when you go to the gym that you feel a lot better when you eat vegetables compared to when you go and you have like two tacos from like like a crab shack or some shit, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And it just translates into so many other aspects of life and the, like the habit of it, the consistency, and it's just it's all correlated. And it's just the whole thing. So it's not purely one sided. And I don't I know you didn't mean it like that, but just like everybody else out there, it's definitely correlated. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, but it's it's just one of those things where you can. Oh yeah. Th- there's there's gonna be a weak moment. Like no matter how fucking disciplined, no matter how fucking like yeah. gung ho, oh, yeah. like you're gonna fold eventually. Like it's gonna happen. You're a human being. Everybody folds on that shit eventually. But it's like when you do fold, how are you going to do that? Because it can be a good thing still. Even when you have a weak moment, it still can turn it still can be a good beneficial thing to you. It doesn't have to be the most drastic bad. Like it can be okay. Right. Like, it's not to be great all the time. It's not possible. Yeah. It can be perfect. That first run or like that first book or that first time going back to the gym after yeah. like either like being like sad about something or going through some emotion or okay. or falling off. That's like that first day, 
is wild. Every time. It's always wild. It's either going to be like the best day ever or it's going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what is the two? But they're both helpful because you realize either that, oh, this makes me feel good. I got to keep yeah. going at this. Like, this is, this is what I need to keep progressing. It's either that or it's like, dang, I remember how it was, how good I felt. And this just shows me how far I've come from that. So I still have to keep going. But both ways, you're progressing. Yeah. The more and more we talk about this, the more and more I see... Uh, What's up? Because I, I was going to say we did something else, but now I want to talk about something else now that we're talking about this. The more and more we talk about these habits and these things, the more and more I see the... The, um, how people become entangled in these like extremely bad situations, and I say that yeah. specifically thinking of like when you're in a relationship, right, and like somebody is obviously being extremely manipulative and abusive, like mentally, physically, or whatever. But the person that you may know, you may not know, like that you see them going through that. And you don't know the relationship in, in whole, obviously, but you see those things happening in front of you sometimes, or, or like she talks about them, or they, or he talks about them, and you're like, oh, I never would have thought that that would be like something that you would be entangled with, and involved in, and like, why are you still in that? I'm starting to recognize, oh, these are the things that happen little by little, where like it could be a big thing at once or something, or but they just they get so in, involved in a person yeah. or a situation that they can't like get themselves out of. And I don't know. I was just, I was just thinking like, that's the, I never really thought of it in those terms, but it's just bad habits. I feel like I'm powering top of each other over and over again. They just turn into a bad thing, a bad situation. That's just, that's just so crazy to me. <laughs> I don't know, like, what do y'all, yes, what y'all thoughts on that? Like? There's always, like, events that lead up to something, and it's like, well, everything is decisions, like, everything ever all at once. Whatever decisions you make, it pretty much determines a lot of different things, and what makes you make that decision is the habits that you have leading up to that point. That's how I feel about the situation, but at the same time, when it comes to, like, specific things, like, I'm kind of hesitant to speak on it because, hey, 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 hey. But like, I'm hesitant to speak on it because I haven't experienced that. So it's hard for me to like talk about something I haven't experienced, especially in like that's like such a specific thing. But that's such, it's like I said, I say it's for all the time, but that's so convoluted and so many aspects to go into that. So I don't know. I don't know. There could be so many reasons why that happens. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of like touchy. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to misspeak, especially for somebody because you know what I mean. It is. It's touchy. I know. And like, obviously, none of us are qualified to talk on this. I just that was the thought I had. I guess. And I mean, if someone wants to kill me for it, I mean, they can kill me for it, but I 
genuinely come yeah. to it from a very unbiased, observant perspective. And I may be cold and I may be um, not beneficial to those situations maybe. And I recognize that. But I still feel like that's an important thing, especially for this conversation that we're having, for us to address in some light, I guess. You know what I mean? And they can kill us for it. I mean, I understand. Shanice <laughs> is like, I'm not talking about this at all. <laughs> She's like, y'all niggas get no, you said what? I said, no, 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 it's not like that. It's not like that. You don't have an opinion on it? No. <laughs> no, I guess. Um, I feel like, so basically your point was, like, we get so attached to things and people that we can't get out of it, whether it's good or bad. Is that, is that what your main point was? Like, I, I was kind of lost in what, what you were trying to get at. That's why I was trying to listen, because I was like, I don't understand what he's asking or implying so that that was all that's why i was looking the way i'm looking <laughs> yeah i mean i was just i was just saying i can i can see how it can happen i was just saying how what are y'all thoughts on those kinds of situations oh okay gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. well for me i've been in a situation like that where i was so like into a person where i could not detach myself and that was because i was dealing with a lot of childhood trauma i never um touched i've never worked through i just you know, whatever I saw, I went through. I thought it was healthy being applied to my current relationship. So it's like, at the time, I didn't see what I was doing was so wrong. But I think a lot of it plays into, you know, childhood trauma experiences and a lot of emotional damage that we don't even know happened to us that gets us super attached to a person where it's like when you're in a relationship, you cannot live without that person. Where it's like, okay, like that stems from something. Or people who stay in toxic situations, that comes from something. Not, I'm not just waking up like, yeah, I'm going to stay with this even though he does A, B, and C, and D to me. Like, or if you're super attached to an, to drinking or you're like, you have an addiction to drinking, like all those stem from something. It's because something happened to you or something um, triggered something emotionally where you're like, no, I have to stay here. Like, it's like your outlet. So like when you become super emotionally attached to a person and like it's becoming unhealthy, like that all comes from something. Like everything that we do comes from something, whether we can remember it or not, like something happened where our brains didn't, click or didn't wire correctly in that aspect where it's like, okay, that's why I rely on this. That's why I'm like this in my relationships. Like it all comes from something. So that's my viewpoint. Like no matter how crazy you want to call people, like it all is for a reason. Like you don't know what happened to that person. So when you see people that are in super bad situations and they you just you're just like, how can you not get out of it? Get out of it. It's like that's so much easier said than done because you don't know what that situation is triggering for them. How like if they're scared if like what is it doing for them that they can't leave it's clearly doing something and it's clearly having them think a certain type of way that probably was like survival mode back in the day like it's a whole lot that goes into it so i feel like it's always deeper than the surface like what you see no that's crazy it's just i when you say when you say all of that and i may be wrong for everything like this i don't know but I'm 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 thinking like how how was your cuz your 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 mental state and your physical state as of recently like what I've learned about human human psychology and biology like they're so directly linked 
like your mental state matters significantly. So does your physical state. It's they're they they're they're hand in hand or a chain link fence. Like, it does. So it does really matter. You said what? I said yeah, it does really matter. Yeah, they it do does. correlate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying like in the in that situation, and you ain't gotta talk about it if you don't want to. It's just how was your physical in that in those in those moments? Like, how was your physical state throughout that? That is so funny that you said that because I get memories popping up from my Snapchat from like two, three years yeah. ago where I was down bad mentally and like I'm mm. shook at how I looked. And it's not like I didn't notice it at the time, but like I look at it now, I was pale, I was super skinny, my skin was really bad, like it was breaking out all the time, I was not drinking water, like I looked super sick. And like nobody, people would notice it like when I was going through it two, three years ago, people would, like people at Drew would be like, Please, are you okay? Like, you're losing a lot of weight. Your hair is, like, thinner. Like, there's so many. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, stop. Like, because I don't see it. At the time, I don't see it. But, like, now I see, like, the little flashbacks. I'm like, like, Shanice, you are, like, down bad. And you can see it. Like, you can just see. I did not look healthy. I looked sad. I looked, like, just drained. Like, it looked like somebody was just sucking the life out of me, which they were. But um, I didn't notice that at the time. But it, it really does poorly because my mental health was so bad. And I knew my mental was bad, but I didn't know how much how badly it affected like my physical. But now that I see the progress of how you look now, I'm like, man, like taking care of your mental, like doing things to not be in that state where you're always depressed, anxious, stressed, whatever, like does so much. Like it does so much. So my physical was definitely affected <laughs> when I was going through it. So <laughs> it definitely does correlate. So Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's so sad. No, I'm I'm with it. You know, you know in, right in, I don't know if I'm about because I'm saying a lot of shit today that I mean they might come in for wrong. Fuck, hey, fuck it. But it's like because I had the same realization. I feel like um, <laughs> so, so like I when I left House Ohio, I just cracked me home. <laughs> I was just starting to. <laughs> no, when I, when I left home, I had just turned, like, 18, just became an adult, like, just, like, learning, like, life. And I have Snapchat memories from back then when I lived at home in Ohio, too. And I was just recently talking to my aunt. And, like, that's, like, my mom, basically. Like, she raised me as well as my parents. Um, so it's, like, I was talking to her about, like, just life. And she was just talking to me about like how different my my aura is, how my mood is different, how my skin is better, how my I look healthier. Like, and I feel like people don't really talk about it enough. But like a parental abusive relationship is low key one of the worst things that you can have in your life. Because I really like see myself in those memories in those moments back back then those pictures how however blurry and bad they were <laughs> like I really um I really looked so much like more sickly and like I'm still skinny but I was damn near anorexic in those in those moments and I was when I was younger and it was due in part to how my financial situation was at the time with my mom because I lived with my mom and my stepdad but it was in part to that 
and I feel like the physical stresses of my parents on me, as well as growing up from the age of nine to 18 without, no, I'm sorry, take the way, nine to about 16, 17, really without having a father figure like that I trusted in my life. Like all those things compound on top of each other. Like I just looked like I was struggling like through life day to day. And I was very depressed, very much so not really eating a lot. There wasn't really a lot of healthy habits that I had. Cause I didn't really have the, the wiggle room to really have those resources to really get to yeah. figuring out. What the fuck. I didn't know yeah. I was lactose intolerant until I was 18. I literally found out at 18. It's my whole life living that shit, suffering through that shit. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. like, I didn't find out a lot of these things about myself, so I became an adult and had the room to really explore myself and those things about myself. Like, but then I think about like my natural instincts growing up. Like, there's such my natural instincts are such a they're so bad to live by. Like, awful. <laughs> like, I would never want my kid to be raised in that environment that I was raised in because it was such a toxic environment and it made me just as a like not evil person but a bad blooded person I feel like that change as and I'm still dealing with it even today like that, yeah. that abusive relationship was so intense that I didn't really recognize it until I became an adult and was able to oh, when I said myself that, that in sense, I meant that you find out you're lactose that's so crazy because you act like you're not lactose <laughs> that makes so much sense now because you just found out okay <laughs> Oh yeah. No. Um. I think definitely growing up, Bro, there's. At least I for just me, like, like me, really just me and out. my dad are like really, really, really close, and so like me and my mom, that's just to an extent. But like definitely, my dad is like my anchor in the family, and even from like when I was younger, he would talk to me. He wouldn't talk to me as like a kid. He would talk to me as like basically like a brother, and then as I got older, almost like like another adult. So I feel like to an extent with like a lot of like world issues, I have like this, like, I feel older than I am with some things. And it's because of that. And that's not a bad thing. It's definitely not a bad thing. It, But sometimes it feels like it is to an extent because, I don't know, I think there's certain like stages of progression that you like you come into when you're growing up that you learn about things and it happens naturally it's like this this flow to it but when that flow like doesn't happen and it's like it starts so early it's just like and you're not ready mentally to deal with whatever it is it's like what like it's like what the fuck is going on and you have to i don't know there was definitely a period where i was like bro like like, what is, like, what is the meaning of, like, any of this shit? Like, <laughs> I was like, what is the meaning of any of this shit? Like, why even get married? Like, why, like, why do people do things they do? Why do we steal? Why do we lie? And it's, like, this whole, like, this idea of, like, why, why, why? And I want to figure out everything, but it's hard to figure out something that you don't have any experience about. You know what I mean? So it's it's very, I can get this conversation for, like, a long time. It's It's so, there's a lot that goes into it. But I, I definitely understand where you're coming from, where the parental relationship really has such an impact. But the reason why it's such an extreme impact is because it's one of the first ones you realize, like one of the first one. And it's hard to separate 
separate and have like a, a non like a, a non biased and open minded view of it because you've grown up with, with it for so long, it's almost second nature. And so you have to relearn things and re uh, I guess re educate as well as to why you move the way you move or why you think the way you think. And is that beneficial for me now in my life? Now that it's it's not over, but like now that you're coming into the person that you want to be rather than the person you've been conditioned to be. Right. And usually like if you go through like a bad parental relationship, you don't see the effects of it until how you act in a relationship or how you act with friends, how you act on other people. That's when you're like, why do I do that? And you look back like, oh, my, well, my mom did this or my dad did this. Or I saw this. It's like none of that stuff really comes up and it get, gets like put into use until you get old and you're like becoming your own person. You're like, oh, that's not OK, but that's what I'm used to. You have to like recondition yourself to be who you want to be versus like like you said is like who you were grown up to be so it's like it's really hard and a lot of people don't want to admit that or want to face that because it's going to unlock a whole nother thing like a whole nother chapter of yeah. feelings and most people don't want to feel most people just want to go through the most and that's you it so yeah that definitely plays a huge factor yeah man Yeah, because that's how you grow. That's how you get better. That's how you become a more tolerable human. Like, that's how, that's what separates the people who are stuck in their ways and the people who are like, okay, no, this is wrong, or I have this flaw, I want to do better. Like, that's, that separates the people who you just, you just, like, I cannot stand you, and the people that are like, okay, yeah, you know, you came from a bad place, but, but you're doing better. Like, it's, it's just a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. <laughs> you know? Not for real. <laughs> I think that's a good place to stop, honestly. I don't want to tell you. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was Dude, deep. There's so many things. Like, even like Valentine's <laughs> Day, I was thinking about like, why the hell fuck with Valentine's Bro. Day. Bro. Because like, now oh. I got me thinking about like, <laughs> I, like, like so I was like driving. Well, I was with Jose, and he was like, he was like driving in the car. Oh, like one of our friends. And then he was like, to this podcast. It was Bro. about the, um, the uh, <laughs> incident in Florida, like the, the mass yeah. shooting for that one school. I think it's, uh, I can't remember. It's like, I can't, I, I blocked that memory out. But that was in my school district because I like just moved there. And then so I remember seeing like, I remember seeing like, cause I know people You're who right. knew people to that school, like seeing their emotions. I remember freaking, I remember the parade for it. Not parade, but I remember the memorial, parade's the wrong word. I apologize. But I remember seeing the memorial for it. I remember seeing so many things for it. And I believe that happened on Valentine's Day. And that was, like, the last time. Like, before those, I remember being cool. But after that, like, I don't think I ever, like, really, like, thought about how that affected me as, like, an individual. And, like, every Valentine's Day since then has, like, just been ass. But I never think about it until, I, like, thought about how was this one? How was 2020s? How was 2021s? And then 2022, now, like, it's cool. This one's cool, actually. But... I was just like thinking about how all these things like you never really realize until you start thinking about it or like something pops up and it's like damn I blocked that whole ass memory out of my life like I don't even remember that happening until now so yeah 
your your brain does this weird thing. You experience like trauma. Uh, if you if you were the one executing the trauma or you one that experienced the trauma, it does it, it does it both times when it really affects you. Like it blocks that shit out. Like you will literally forget about a whole situation, a whole memory, a whole city, a whole time period. Like it, your brain is very beneficial when it does that, but also it can fuck you because it can help. It, it can hurt you in the sense of it doesn't allow you to heal properly from those things. That's the shitty part, but it saves you in the short term from pain and heartbreaking things of that nature. But like, like literally, you can experience something like. The situation that happened with my dad that he doesn't really remember and that I don't really remember either, but there is pictures and there's court documents, like there's things that there's proof of it is there's just no memory from me in detail and there's no memory from him in detail. So we kind of just don't talk about it ever. So it's like one of those things of like, yes, we both experienced this thing, but even to this day, I can't really tell you even a detail of that because I was so removed from the situation. Like it didn't happen. You know what I mean? So it's like your brain is, is weird when in in that. It's kind of it's kind of dope that it does that though, but it can be a shitty thing. It seems. Damn. Oh, also just to clarify, it wasn't my school. Yeah, that was today. my school district. Not today, like, today was today's one of those ones. Like, everything. <laughs> I don't want people coming up and say, "Oh, you went to no chill." We can fact check it. Chill. <laughs> I have my school certificate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> chill. Yeah. I just remember, like, I was like, "Damn, that could have been like my yeah, school." You know. <laughs> like. So. Don't. don't. Yeah. But yeah, stuff like that. It's funny. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. yeah. I love I love being a yeah. complex yeah. individual, but yeah. so simple at the same time. I love it. It's very annoying though. <laughs> nah, <no, thanks. laughs> Yeah. Sorry. But now this is another episode of This is Simple Pieces. Sorry anyone on such a dark note, but I mean they can all game sure. God damn it. <laughs> they can all be okay. bubbles oh, and butterflies and shit. Yeah, keep it real. Also, everybody listening, just go ahead and comment on whatever topic you've seen us on, what you think about it. How you Sorry, it's audio. It, too, like, whatever uh, topic I don't know how the audio will turn out, but we're going to find out. Definitely got to build a community out saying? here. So, just about. Definitely. I know. We need to we need to do better and be more like more active and you know get people's opinions and actually like be, like this is our podcast. Like we need more you know feedback, input, all that. So like, we need to do better. It's not y'all. It's us. <laughs> we gotta do better. We we're gonna do better for y'all. I promise. We're gonna do better. I'm gonna I'm gonna really get this shit. We're gonna really get into this motherfucker and really go hard for this. Like prioritize it. It'll be a little bit of effort, but I think we can. I think we can do it. Yeah, yeah facts. Sure, we got it. Drink water. So <laughs> this has been this assembled pizzas, motherfucker.
Uh, uh, fucking focus your mental health, goddammit. 